0: everyone, and welcome to Light on Method podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Lighton, and this platform will cover a vast variety of subjects, everything from the universal laws, sacred geometry, states of flow, and a vast array of archetypes. Our subject for this podcast is the victim archetype. I have a special guest with me for this episode via phone, Rachel Moss. Welcome to Light on Method. Thank you,
1: Kathy. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh my gosh. It's, uh, you know, just thank you for agreeing to join me. Um, not everybody really wants to dig into these subjects. And this, this one, you know, we were just discussing, this is a tough one. You think you understand it, but it's a very um, tough subject to really explain and and to get into how how it can take over your world. You know, it's It seems like it would be an easy subject, but really it's pretty complex, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely complicated and and pulls up a a lot of history and sometimes some old wounds, even if you've done a lot of healing. It kind of picks at those scabs a little bit to go back and talk about it, but I think it's a a good subject to approach and to be able to help others understand that all of us experience these things.
0: Yeah, that's true. Now, you and I know each other we know each other okay. We we uh, you know me through a prior business. We we worked together. Well, we worked out together, right? Uh-huh, <laughs> and, absolutely. And we have many mutual friends, um, but we don't really know each other that well personally. But there was always something about you that I just felt I resonated with. Like there was, there was something similar. You know, there there was a similar pain that I felt. I vibrated with you on, and um, you said something to me one day about um you know abuse and, and I thought, okay, this is this is what I'm picking up on from you. And I think I think that's something a lot of other people who've been victimized can commiserate on. You know, that you can kind of pick it out of another person. You can sort of sense that it's there. You recognize it. Have you found that?
1: I have. I have. And it's a it's a, a sad feeling in a lot of ways because you hate to know that another person has gone through that. yeah, but it, but it also gives a little bit of comfort in some odd way because you also know you're not alone and they're right. not alone. right. And uh, so if that makes sense, it's, um, it's a little bit of both. I would never wish that on anyone, but it, it's good to know that you have people out there that understand and, and can be able to find support.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, we're a victim of many things. We're a victim of abuse. We're a victim of fraud. You know, we're a victim of bad circumstance. There's a lot of things where we can be a victim of. Um, I think the one we're talking the most about right now is, is the, the, the victim that can alter your life. You know, that there's things that happen to you that you have to um, deal with. And for me, it it seems like it it started really young. Um, It seemed like I was dealing with sort of adult issues from an early age. I had a very rapidly developing body and got a lot of attention. And so I learned the energy of the victim really, really early. And. Mm I think, as an adaptive measure to that, I also learned how to make the victim work for me as well. <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense, you know um, Sure. it was more like if you can't beat it, you know you, you got to learn to go with it sort of thing. and I didn't uh-huh. know how I didn't know how to change my trajectory of of that you know uh-huh. i didn't I didn't understand the concept of Changing your thoughts and and the behavior, you know, it was just it was such a far away place for me. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like I said, it's a really complex subject. But I found for me, it started early that that there mm-hmm. was there was something in my childhood or things that germinated all of that. Do you have a similar mm-hmm. experience?
1: I I did actually. I had some childhood experiences that that normalized that uh, victim concept in some ways and at at the time you know as i went through relationships in my life after that on into adulthood i didn't quite make that connection until i did some healing work and things as i got older but uh, definitely it it was a i won't say a learned behavior because definitely you know there were some there were some things that were perpetrated upon me in relationships that were not appropriate so yeah. I was a victim of those actions, right? And right. those should not have been done. Right. But at the same time, I, I found myself staying in some of those relationships um, when I when I likely should have left and could have left. Right. And I'm not saying that there aren't situations where where people you know feel threatened or that they feel like they can't leave. And and I did feel that way to right. an extent, right? But but some of that really was. Kind of a self fulfilling victim mentality, and then mm. um, I, I had a little bit of a "wasn't enough," you know, "I'm not enough." Kind of a self value mm-hmm. worth problem that kind of I think germinated in some of those childhood experiences and carried into my relationships. And I did not set proper boundaries or understand and love myself and know my worth. Right. So, It was a a perpetuating cycle, if that makes sense, because the the abuse would happen, I would be a victim, and then it was, oh, you know, I'm not enough, see, or that wouldn't have happened, and then I felt like I deserved it, and over and over again, so I allowed myself to kind of get in a a habit of that, if that makes sense, it it became normalized, it became (laughs) life.
0: Yeah, well, it's a vicious circle, you know, Uh Um, like, you know, when you think about it to be a victim, it means you're someone who, you're someone who's been harmed in some way somebody's doing harm to you Um, in some manner you're being violated so it's a very disempowering place to be and I think because it's such a disempowering place to be to get out of it it requires uh, it requires healing takes time first of all Um, Mm -hmm. and and that's that's something that holds people back it's not an instant fix um, it requires learning how to how to do your work, you know, learning about yourself, and mm-hmm. and you've got you've got to you've got to do that. And I think that's why we remain in the victim a lot because the work is really hard, and you're you're already in such a low place, you know, you just don't feel like you can you've got the energy to do it, mm-hmm, you know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, I ask people often when it comes to domestic, a viol- domestic violence um, or any, anything like that, for, for victims, it's real easy for you listening in to something and say, well, she should have left, or uh-huh. why doesn't <laughs> she leave? Because, well, she's just stupid. And, and I beg you to just stop for a second and ask you to have compassion, because... I've been there. It's a Uh really, really awful place to be. Nothing about you is functioning properly. The way you think is so off kilter. Um, The way you feel about yourself is incredibly low. It's taking everything just for you to find some joy in a day. So if you can't commiserate with that, then just hold off judgment because it's it's a tough place and especially if there's children involved. Right. So right. you know, a lot of times people are in such a sad, low, heavy place for them to find that strength. It's a, it's it's a, it's a lot to ask.
1: Oh, absolutely. And and what you just said resonated with me. I was thinking back to some of those relationships and you know, if I had to make a list of the reasons, you know, because I would ask myself, why, why am I doing this? Why am I allowing this? And I, I had a reason for all of it. You know, it was uh, religious reasons. It was comfort. It was commitment. I love the person. I, you know, so on and so forth. But, but like you said, you're in such a low spot, and I definitely experienced some depression associated with that, which made that even tougher. And so finding that strength to set boundaries, you know, I, I didn't have that in me at times should I have? Yes, maybe, you know, or, or I thought that. And then you, then you went through the shame cycle because you were yeah. thinking, I should have the ability to stop this. I should have the ability to put up boundaries. Why am I allowing this? And that shame keeps all that hidden and keeps that, you know, that strength down, you know, it, it submerges all of that because right. I was ashamed. I was ashamed of myself that I was allowing myself to be a victim. Yeah. So that was, That shame kept me captive also, in addition to, you know, feeling depressed, feeling like I was powerless. So I completely agree with you. And I think there are a lot of reasons that that people are in those circumstances and struggling to get out. Um, Yeah. But I think that's why it's so important for what we're doing right now, talking about this and bringing light to issues. I think the less shame that is involved, the less hidden it will be, and the more power and light we can bring to people to be able to break out of that. Right, you know that's yeah. shame is shame pulls things into the darkness,
0: <laughs> well, you know the 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 mind control that goes along with abuse, you know and and if there's physical abuse, that means there's emotional and mental abuse, I so, mean you know, they go uh-huh. hand in hand, so abuse um it does something to the way you think because it changes the um the way you you deal with it, you know you you have to know if if you know it's not going away, you start to normalize it. You numb yourself to it, I guess, is what I'm trying to say,
1: um, absolutely. That became
0: normal. yeah, and
1: that's not a good thing. That became normal. and i I had a high tolerance for pain. And I mean that both physical, mental you emotional, mean it mainly
0: emotional is is where oh, yeah. where it hurts the most. And you know, I just I wonder when we, when we do that you know when we numb ourselves to that degree how' we're, how much we're just losing our connection to to all our boundaries <laughs> you know it's like right they're, right they're they're we don't have any they're gone you know so we just got to work on work on that we've got to get there we've got to get those boundaries in alignment so that we can function in a way with that we're not so controlled by fear.
1: Right, right, and that's true. And, and knowing my self-worth was a big part of that because because of that shame and all of that and the abuse and everything and what you were saying, how you keep, you keep you know, that hidden and kind of pull into yourself and you lose that power, I, I wasn't able to function. You just mentioned functioning and being able to, to do things and break out of that and have boundaries. I didn't have enough self worth to even do that. I didn't even feel like I deserved that in some ways, which is which is just a pity, right? Right. Well, where I was going to feel that way.
0: It is, and where I was going to with that—that is, you know, when you get to that level of numbness, and you're trying to find something in it that you can deal with it with, it becomes so normal, like you start to rely, you start to like the drama, because Uh at least it's something, right? It's some sort mm-hmm. of feeling that you're feeling. It's not, you know, if, if you get played into the drama, then you feel like at least you have a part in it, like you're not being completely controlled, you know. I know for me there was that thing that when, you, when you're when you between relationships and you say you're really going to pick a different guy, but you don't like the good guys, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you're like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> There's something there's something there, and I, re- I really had to change my mindset and be like, not only do I like nice men, I deserve one, <laughs> you oh, know. Yes. And I and mm-hmm. when I did that, I found one, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it takes that kind of thinking, you know. Like I don't want to be the victim anymore. I don't. Oh,
1: girl, I've, yeah, I've struggled with what you just said with with the healthy relationship, you know, over the years because. Um, I, I equated that drama with passion, right? It's right. passionate. I was There's so fiery. It's passionate, Right, exactly. <laughs> it's and dangerous. It, it was poison. It was <laughs> yeah. poison. And, yeah. so, and so then, you know, a, a healthy relationship looked like, well, is that, you know, where's, where's the passion? Where's right, the drama? Right. Where's the, you know, right. it, <laughs> it was confusing. I, and again, I had normalized those other behaviors so much. Right. That that looking at a healthy relationship looked boring.
0: It did, and Honestly, isn't that I crazy? I don't know what
1: that meant. It is, and it makes absolutely no sense.
0: I <laughs> think I, they call that yeah. now that it's very vanilla. <laughs> mm,
1: vanilla, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted, you know, butter pecan.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wanted a little mix up in there, right?
1: <laughs> right, right, but but no, to your point, I mean that's absolutely true. That that becomes so normalized that that. That you think that that's okay and it's it's not okay
0: it's not it's okay the okay. relationship
1: is not abusive and there yeah. are boundaries and there's respect but, and love and yep. care right <laughs> but
0: see when you get to the place to where you start telling yourself it's okay that's where huh. you pass it through your bloodline mm-hmm. to the next mm-hmm. one right that's where that that's how that happens if if there's not a change made you know, within yourself, then it it will be passed down somehow, some way. You know, it, it's it's going to be learned by someone else close to you. So, it's up to you, you know, to break that. I don't want to be a victim anymore. And it's not that by changing the way you look at it that I don't want to be a victim anymore. It's it makes you more mindful of the choices you make so that you're not a victim anymore. Correct. Correct. And I think that's that's how you have to look at it. You're, you're going to be presented with very similar choices that you've done before. But the thing is you, you need to stop a second and, and reflect on how it might, right. might turn what, out.
1: What am I, when I'm, when I'm looking at her going, Hey,
0: Hey, there's that butter pecan. No? <laughs> <laughs> looking tasty. Um, yeah. Right. I right. Got you got want you. to
1: stop yourself. Yeah, <laughs> but, it, but, but literally what you, what you said just now was, was, Interesting. So, you know, breaking the cycle and looking at that differently. And I, I think we talked about earlier that lack of self-worth. You know, I'm I'm learning and growing every day, but a lot of the work that I've done with myself is, is to love myself and to appreciate myself and realize that I deserve, just what you said, I deserve something healthy. I deserve something good. We all do. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. knowing that and being firm in that does give me power and it gives me more of an ability to step back and do exactly what you said to look and see what flavor of ice cream right is there, and make it and make a good decision based yeah. on that yeah. because of that so really that does come back to me not being a victim and even not being a victim of myself All being right. a victim of my own shame and abuse oh, yeah. and yeah i mean that's that's empowering right that's self worth and love you know it's, yeah. it's not rachel you deserve you know this this Bad relationship? No, no. You actually deserve something healthy and and good and wonderful and and vanilla tastes really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You know, nothing wrong with an old favorite. It, it works out well. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's um we we need to be able to make those those good choices, those healthy choices for ourselves. And I think, but you know that that is gonna pertain to the things that we have a choice about. But there's things that happen to us that we don't have a choice in, right? Like we get into an accident or someone takes advantage of us or something, and that's something out of our control and you're and then you're put in the victim role again. And really this is where grace comes in, I think. Uh Um you know and, and I think maturity comes in too because when I look at my own self when there was things that happened to me when I was younger I just didn't have the the length of life to understand that sometimes things happen you know Mm -hmm. and the best way to deal with them is with the best attitude that you can absolutely Um, and, and if you can do that then you're taking that whatever that is that happened to you and you're allowing it to give you power
1: Right, strength and growth and, and, and learning. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So, I mean, there's never going to be a time in life when you're not at the possibility of being someone's victim. You know, absolutely. So, absolutely, you have to have that mindset that you can really overcome. You know, and 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 eventually, forgiveness comes into play there too because you're really not. Of victor of something until you let it go. So, amen. Amen.
1: It poisons you, right? I mean, forgiveness is about letting go for you. It's not right. even for the other person. I mean, that's a good thing to do for the other person, right. but it's really about getting rid of that poison for you. And, and I, you know, although I have been through things that I have been victimized, and you have as well, and many other people have, I don't want to stay a victim. I don't, I don't want to wallow in that and use that no. as a, a reason to stay in that thought and it's not saying that what was done to me was right it was absolutely not right right but I can choose what I do with that you mentioned that you know what what we can do with that as far as you know giving us strength and power and growth and all those things and that's one of the reasons I'm talking to you today I've, I've done quite a bit of work with myself with healing from all of those um, issues and and relationships and this is this is about giving back too, because now I have a story and if my story can help other people in any way whatsoever, then I wanna be able to do that. And and that yeah. to me is not being a victim. It's it's being empowered to be able to do something good with something that was not so great that happened in my life.
0: Right. Right. Yep. Yeah, I, I hope everyone finds that path, you know, that they don't give into it, you know, they don't live a, a life of choosing that way. And I hope that they have the strength to start to start to see the value they hold, you know, like uh-huh. it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a low place to be. It's a, it's a depleting, depressed place to be when you're living in the state of a victim, but muster up the strength at least enough to believe, you know, like I can, I, I'll be okay. I can do better. I can, you know, It's got to start with something. It's got to start with something in order to get better. And ultimately, if you stay, if you remain a victim of anything, no matter how devastating it was, then you're choosing to be the victim. Right. You know, and that's hard for me to say because I feel like there's such Mm -hmm. immense pain in the world, you know. Um, Yes,
1: but, you know, people will treat you how you allow them to treat you. I yeah. learned that. Yeah. And and if, and, and you're right, it, it, the buck kind of stops with you. And that's, I'm not saying that it's not scary and, and hard and difficult to overcome all of that and to get out of circumstances. And all that is very true. But until I was able to say, I am worthy, this is not healthy, and set that boundary and get out, nobody else was doing that for me. Right. I was the only one that could do that. Right. And that's scary. That's, that's frightening. It really is. Yeah. But it's absolutely the truth. I'm the only one that has the power, and, and I mean that in everything, you know, with any, not just a, an abusive relationship, but any victim type situation, as you're mentioning, I'm the one who has the power. I have responsibility for my actions and reactions to things. Right. And it's very easy sometimes to take that victim role and say, well, you know, the world's unfair and that made this happen, or this happened to me and that made, and, and yes, that's true. The world is unfair and there are awful things that are going to happen, but it's exactly what you said earlier. It's your attitude and what you choose to do with that. And I don't mean to sound like I'm you know, blowing sunshine, but it's, right. <laughs> that's a hard one to learn. And it's a hard one to do in real life, but there's so much truth in that. And there's so much power in, in having that radical self accountability and saying I, the buck stops with me. I can yeah.
0: choose this. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Yep. It is. It is. You know, I've had incidents like that where Something happens and it's it's something jarring, you know, like, you know, it's a moment that something about yourself or your situation could change, you know, and, sure. and you just, you're like, wait a minute, I'm going to, I'm going to just take a second and process this. Like, I'm not going to instantly go to that victim, right, right? I'm like, nope, sure. nope, nope, nope. I'm going to, I'm going to look at this and see how, what's the best way for me to handle it. You know,
1: gosh, doesn't that feel good? That yeah. feels good in that moment, right? When it you does. actually recognize that, and you break your own kind of cycle and habits. You know, you're like back to ice cream. You look at that butter pecan, and they're like, "No, the butter pecan is not <laughs> good for me. I'm, al- I'm allergic to pecans <laughs> now." <laughs>
0: It's not that bad a reaction. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but really, it is it is truly empowering. And I and I'll admit that I don't always I'm not always able to do that. You know, I mean, I fall back into old habits. Old habits sure. die hard. That's the expression. So sometimes it's easy to pull back into that victim mentality. You know, that you know this this has happened to me, so it justifies my actions or inactions right. or whatever that might be. But. But ultimately, if I hold a mirror up and, and look very truthfully into it, I have to say, yeah. you know, what, what are you contributing or not contributing to this, Rachel? You. Right. You know, and you can, you can do something about this. This right. isn't, you know, somebody forcing you. Right. So it's, it's, it is empowering ultimately to recognize that and to break those habits for yourself. And, yeah. And I, I think, you know, just mentioning we talked a little bit about abusive relationships, there are lots of resources out there for, to help folks with that as well. And I I highly encourage that from everything from counseling to, you know, crisis services type um, operations that can help with that. And sometimes that's just what you need to help you find some of that power and using those outside resources, because it's tough sometimes to find that within yourself initially, but but you can grow that and through your healing, then you can be able to do that for yourself. So there's definitely, I would highly encourage folks to to find loving and and kind support to assist with those difficult circumstances.
0: And sometimes, you know, there was a story on the news recently that got my attention, and it was this young girl who got kidnapped, a teenager, she got kidnapped by something like a 60-year-old man or something, and he was driving her through city traffic, and she kept giving this hand signal signal that she had learned on TikTok. Did you hear about this?
1: No, I haven't. Uh -uh.
0: Well, she had been kidnapped, and he had had her for five or six days, and they were driving around, and she kept trying to get she kept giving this hand signal that she learned on TikTok um, oh my goodness. that was saying, I need help, basically, or I've been, uh-huh. I've been kidnapped. It was something like that. So anyway, she kept trying to make eye contact with people in traffic, and she was doing this signal. And finally, at about the fifth try, this, she, made con- she made eye contact, and this guy recognized what she was doing, and he called the police, and they, they saved her. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so I think a lot of times if you're in one of those situations where you really are controlled, and believe me, those people are out there, (laughs) Uh or you're uh in a situation like I was where I was kidnapped, if you find yourself in a situation like that, see if there's some way you can connect with someone vibrationally, as weird as that sounds, like see if you can clue somebody in on what's going on with you. You know, like that girl didn't give up. She kept trying to get somebody to notice her, you know, and and she conveyed the message that literally saved her life. And, you know, I look at what happened to me and I think, you know, there may have been a couple of ways had I noticed, you know, or, or tried to make contact with someone or to clue someone in on what was going on with me, maybe it would have been different, you know. So yeah. um, you know, it's a sad world that we live in that we have to think about those things, you know, like we have to think about what if you know something were to happen to me, and it's a scary thing to do, but I almost think it's a wise thing to do, <laughs> right you know, right. at least have some body awareness, um be taught some basic things um. You know, to to check your peripheral, you know, remember where you park, don't talk on the phone, know the right things to say, things that if you ever find yourself in that role of being physically abused or attacked, you you have some knowledge as to what to do with it. You know, I think, exactly. I think it's a, you know, we're talking about being the victim. And if somebody's listening to this that says, you know, maybe I should take a self-defense class. And and sure. one day and one day that helps them, then hey, I'm all about it. You know? Um, oh, me too. Well,
1: that's I, empowerment too. We've been talking about empowerment. That's yeah. that's also empowerment. I mean, there's against being a victim. Sure. So knowing knowing how to defend yourself, knowing I mean, we we talked about both sides of the coin there, I guess. You know, about being able to empower yourself physically, right? To where you right. can defend yourself is what mm-hmm. you're saying now, which is I absolutely agree with. But also that emotional side, if you think about it in that way, learning and growing and empowering yourself emotionally to where you know you have self-worth and value, that is also empowering and protecting yourself in that way. Right. So if you do both, boy, you're in a really good place. (laughs) Yes. You've got a lot going on for you there. (laughs)
0: That's right. (laughs) To
1: prevent from becoming a victim. Yeah. And I, I think we talked about this and we're talking a lot about external victimhood, but I mentioned this a little earlier. I've victimized myself in many ways through shame and guilt yeah. and you know, why did I do and, and that's devastating because it's really hard to be empowered
0: mm-hmm. if
1: you're destroying yourself. Yeah. That's 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 hard. It's hard to find strength in that.
0: But and it's so easy to do. I mean we it's so oh, easy hilarious. to beat yourself up all day long, you know. I mean, we're our worst critic always. <laughs> always, um, but that's part of the process, right? Like, learning to tone, dial that down, dial that way, way down.
1: Right, you used the word grace, and I think that's a beautiful word. I mean, it's, yeah. it's so much easier sometimes to give others grace and mercy, but then with ourselves, just like you said, we're our own worst critics, it, it's very easy to beat ourselves up and not give ourselves that same grace and mercy and forgiveness. And right. then that leads to, that negative self-talk, that negative self-worth, and you lose your empowerment. So it makes it so much easier to be a victim from someone mm-hmm. who wants to victimize you emotionally, because you're already doing that to yourself. Yeah. Yep. So it's it, it makes it you know that that cycle perpetuates even easier <laughs> because you're you're feeding into it.
0: Right. It's a whether, vicious cycle. Yeah. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a vicious cycle for sure. It's something you. It's, I think the thing is, I think if you find yourself repeating a pattern where you're often finding yourself in abusive relationships or abusive situations, this could go into the job place or, you know, anything, that kind, this behavior will follow you. Um, if you find yourself in this cycle, it's, it's really best to sit down and, and sit with yourself for a second and say, I think I might be the common denominator here. Um, there's something I'm doing that is attracting this this, this situation into my life. You, Absolutely, right. you've got to take inventory. You know, I yeah. mean, if you're if you're operating your life from a place of, you know, nothing ever goes my way, I'm always getting hurt. You know, I mean, you're putting out such low vibrational energy out there, then that's what you're going to continue to get. Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think you know it's interesting what you just said about taking inventory and really looking at yourself saying maybe I'm the common denominator if you are living in a victim mentality kind of a self-perpetuating one, it's hard to do that because you're by very nature you're saying it's not me it's something right. or someone else right. and so it's hard to step back and really take that inventory. That's a huge first step what you're saying right there in in you know getting away yeah. from that victim mentality is saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, I've, I'm kind of the constant here. Well, <laughs> so that's, what am I allowing? What am I
0: putting out? Yeah, right? that's <laughs> what I call when you're tired of your own BS phase. Yeah. You know, when you, when you get to the phase to where you're like, I am tired of all of this shit, you know, and, and you're like, I've got to figure out why. You know, and when right. you when you really get there, you you're looking at yourself from outside of yourself. You know, you're like, "Oh my god. You know, like, oh yeah. I've yeah. I've done this. I've you know, this well, is my choices that that brought me here." And I think that's key. You have to realize sure. if this is a repeated pattern, it's your choices that keep bringing you to that place.
1: And ultimately, we're only responsible for ourselves, right? So right. so what you're saying about getting tired of your own I mean, we can't deal with whatever anybody else brings to the table. All you can do is react to that. Right. right. So you can't control what another person's actions are going to nope. be. Nope. So, so that victim mentality kind of puts it off on them, but you can't control that. The only thing you can control is you. So right. that's when you have to start looking and saying, what is it that I'm doing or not doing? Right. You know, that, that's making this situation more complicated or worse or so on right. and so forth. And that is a really hard step to take sometimes. And I'm, and again, you know, that's not taking anything away from, you know, the fact that there probably, you know, was initial victimization. You know, some action got perpetrated on abuse or whatever that is. But I, I finally at some point said, I, I don't want to live in that anymore. Well,
0: <laughs> you know, if, if it's a repeated pattern, the thing is, it's a learned behavior. And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and you're living, you're choosing to live in it. Yes, you may be continue to getting victimized, but you're an active participant in it. It's the Correct. choice. It's you're, the choices you keep making that that are keeping you there. You could yes, you could change one thing about your life, and it may change everything about your life. And
1: that's a tough pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah. Because again, that's that that's that radical self responsibility and looking in the mirror and looking at you know seeing all the work. Yep. And saying, yeah, here's here's what I've done, and that might be assessing you know, like your, your past and history, you know, is there something that kind of helped normalize that? Right. But again, I don't want to be a victim and and blame anything there. I want to say, all right, these, these things have happened to me in my life and various relationships. So now what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about it to make it better?
0: But, you know, as we talk about this, I do want to tell everybody it, this, this takes time, you know, this isn't Uh something you're going to be able to do in a weekend or, you know, um, I I'll pray about it a week and I'll forgive them and I'll move on and I won't be a victim anymore. This takes work, you know, and it it's it's hard work, you know. So we're 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 saying this. We've done a lot of this work, but we're still learning.
1: Oh yeah, this is Every, 20, this is for me twenty to thirty years yeah. of healing and learning. <laughs> it's not it's but, not two years two weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the thing I found is. Like, a con- this conversation that we're having, like, I believe there was somewhere early in my adulthood when I was in a very abusive relationship, hearing this conversation, and it sparked something in me. Hmm. And, and that spark set me on a path to eventually find my worth, right? So I, I think these conversations need to be had, and they need to be heard. Because if there's some young woman that's nineteen or twenty years old and is finding herself in some really bad places, there's hope, you know. You're not you absolutely you can you don't always have to be where you are, but you have to start imagining yourself differently. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, you know, I just I know I look back and there was many women. That had many, uh, that saw a lot in me, you know, and that meant a lot to me. So I hope if there's young women out there listening, or, or even women, you know, that are my age, like you just have to start, you just have to start thinking of yourself as worth it, you know?
1: It's never too late to do that. It's never too late to do that. It's never too late to get up and say, you know i'm i'm love worthy i'm i'm worthy i'm valuable right i, I deserve to have you know a, a healthy you know, interaction and relationships in my life exactly yeah. like that's happiness. it's never too late to do that and and I'm not saying that I don't have my days where where I slip and start to go the other way so i that's a constant learning and growing with me i've I've done a lot of tough work with the healing process but I still see my tendencies cropping up sometimes so it's a A constant battle with that you're
0: human yeah oh really oh (laughs) Oh, yeah if you didn't know you're human Uh, the past three days I've just been in this slump you know you just just don't feel like you can drag yourself out of it you know and I get it I get it but I have to I'm like this is nonsense I can't keep can't keep can't stay down gotta get up right
1: Right, and some of it that fake it till you make it. There's something to be said for that, <laughs> in some ways. Yeah, smile, smile. <laughs> and that's not not saying don't be authentic, but but really, sometimes you know they. They say even simple things like we're struggling with depression. I mean, easy things like, and, and I say easy, you know, they can be difficult, but open the blinds, make your bed, sure. you know, and, and those are simple motions, but they, they help you make progress.
0: Well, it's so, mind-body connections, right? It's, it's, it's triggering different emotions in their body. So, yeah, I mean, even smiling makes you feel better. You
1: know? Absolutely. And people smile back and then you right. feel even better about that. You would given a little gift out to the world. Right. <laughs> Absolutely,
0: but we don't we don't have to live in in that victim thing you know we can we can start learning that you know maybe we suffered something that that wasn't fair and we can allow ourselves to feel that and then we can claim victory on it by by taking the time to work through it you know because that's why ultimately that's why it happened to you you were meant to learn something from it I believe that you know, others may not, and that's okay. But I believe that
1: attitude, attitude, and even if even if that isn't the case per se, why not adopt that attitude? Right. It's a lot better than than drowning in it, right? And I right. love what you just said about claiming victory. That is the most beautiful phrase. I love that because yeah. that's that's very much. Yeah, if I look back and I think about that empowerment process and the processes of, of healing, and and every day having those little wins. Yeah. Claiming victory is a really nice way of saying it because it pulls into that idea of empowerment and strength, yeah, and and happiness. You know, victory is happy, right? There's oh
0: gosh, yeah. and
1: power and yeah, that's that's an amazing phrase. I like that a lot. I'm stealing that. Going to use
0: it. Yes, please <laughs> We're do. use in
1: my my everyday healing, and, awesome. learning and growing. I like Good. that.
0: <laughs> Claim victory for sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think you've been a great help, and and you know i like i said i recognize in you something familiar to me and and i often can pick up on that with others as well and i feel like i was given some really incredible opportunities to set my life on a different course mm-hmm. and i just want everyone out there to know that if you really believe that you can be happy, you can be. You really can. I, I sometimes I think you just have to have the courage to draw the picture in your mind. You know, like I, I I can be happy. I don't have to go through these things. You know. Um. But be strong. You know. Start start where you need to be. Um. And realize that. You know, life is hard sometimes, but if you really try, I, I do believe that we, we just don't have to live in that role of the victim. I really, and you know, if there's any way I can help help people find some help or, or whatever, you know, um, let me know. I'll be glad to see if I can help you find some help, but it's just a sad place to be, and um, it's a sad place to live. So, don't live as a victim. That's my last bit of advice. How about you, Rachel? I'll
1: agree I agree completely. Agree I, completely. I, I would say, value yourself, love yourself, uh, know that you are worthy, and and don't allow anyone to victimize you, and especially not yourself.
0: Right, right. Believe in it. You're worth it. You're worth it for sure. <laughs> Well, hon, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And like I said, this isn't an easy topic. And I wanted to be very respectful of you and your time. I appreciate you taking the time to help me out tonight. Oh, thank you
1: for having me. It it was a pleasure. And I've always enjoyed interacting with you, Kathy. I felt the same kind of kindred spirit. It might be from exactly what you mentioned that you uh, felt in me as well. So I'm I'm, uh, excited to to be joining you and, and definitely look forward to our continued friendship. Thank you.
0: All right, babe. Well, have an awesome evening. Good night, everybody. Namaste.